0: Welcome back, Michael, to episode DOS. Uh, it's good to be back on the couch with you.
1: Uh, how you been? Yeah, been good, mate. I um, uh, got the train here today for the first time in a while. Um, was that, was it a highlight of your week, was that? Yeah, new stations. <laughs> yeah, certain stations.
0: Are... <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: we'll, uh, we'll beat that out. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um, Certain stations, you know, uh, looking good, looking fresh. Um, I actually, actually brought a book with me to read on the train today, oh, yeah? um, which is a rare occurrence. Normally I'm a phone guy, um, or a fun guy. Um, <laughs> as in like a, a fungi? No, as a mushroom. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. So yeah, I, I brought, um, I brought a book with me. Um, it was actually a Christian book. So i oh, yeah? um, not normally one to read books on the train or uh, let alone Christian books, but, um, Thankfully, I yeah I, I got off the train and I was I survived the train ride so nothing bad
0: happened which is great. I, no one tried to fight you not, for reading a Christian book in public. No, no,
1: thankfully. So yeah, it was all good.
0: All right then, plus one to Christians then, <laughs> and that's a zero for the rest of the world. <laughs> How good? Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, any other any other highlights tonight? Um, well, just yeah, just not not being attacked in public for being Christian seems to be up there. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. good. I'll take that. Look, to be fair, there probably are, you know, many, many Christians across the world who would take that as a highlight of their week if they weren't actually, you know, beat for being Christians. True. Yeah, that's Um, a fair point you raised there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. My story from the week will match yours not getting beat down. Um, But uh, uh, listening back to our first episode uh, during a workout the other day, uh, my my wife came past and was wondering what podcast I was listening to because it sounded, in her words, really deep and profound, which is not my typical workout listening. Um, however, she then heard my voice in the podcast and quickly realized what it was I was listening to. Uh, so kudos goes to you, I think, for insights in on episode one. Apparently, were really deep and profound.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not sure what's more. Uh, what's more vain, listening to your own podcast for working out or working out. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to
0: find out. Look, I'm pretty sure the uh, physical training is of, of some value. So, I'll we'll take that. Yeah, fair. But listening to your own podcast is. <laughs> I, I think I know where you're going with that, but I'm
1: not sure if I like it. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. So, Nick, when you work out, um, what do you listen to besides your own voice?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I don't normally listen to my own voice. I'd like to put that out there. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, I don't know, maybe it depends on the mood. I guess I'm kind of in. Um, occasionally I might watch something on the screen, like if there's some sport on, I'll have that kind of going on in the background. I'll watch a bit of that. Mm. Um, maybe like would of Disney Plus going. Um, if that's the case, I'd probably prefer to watch something I've already seen before. Um, so I'm not kind of you know, risk getting distracted by it and getting get crushed underneath a bar or anything. <laughs> whilst I'm too engaged in watching the screen, Who would recommend that. Um, yeah, and no, typically just just crank up some kind of psych up tunes, um, you guys like, uh, KB and Diminio, uh, fizzle a heavy rotation, um, maybe an audio book as well. Occasionally, um, just to have something kind of to keep me kind of distracted as well. While I'm doing my thing. Um, actually speaking of the gym, I once heard the book Ecclesiastes described as a bit like going to the gym. Um, could you, could you elaborate on that, please? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> um, well, apparently, like, it, it was... They described it as, it's hard work, but it makes you stronger. Which mm. um, it was, you know, it's pretty cool. And to be fair, I think Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes really is one of those books that people might balk at the idea of. Um, like, you've got to be pretty confident to in the Bible to kind of just jump in and, and be like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm going to go with Ecclesiastes today. Um, it's a pretty good book. Yeah. Which... To be fair, he's also a great segue to where we're going today. I mean, because we're going to be talking a bit about Bible reading, uh, specifically going through that kind of season, I guess, of struggling to find the motivation to pick up and read the Bible. Mm. Um, it's a fairly relevant kind of topic, you reckon? I think so. How, how relevant would you um describe it as? Give us an, a scale, but... Like, make it absurd. Don't give us, like, 10 out of 10.
1: So I can't say, like, 10 difficult.
0: Can yeah. I say that? Yeah, no, no. We but... don't want, like, a 10 out of 10 or 100% rotten tomatoes. Give us, like, something – give us a bizarre scale of relevancy. Um, it's,
1: like – it's very important. It's, <laughs> yeah. All right. That's excellent. It's, it's it's, like, it's in terms of importance, it's like winning the grand final importance.
0: All right. Okay. I'll take
1: that. Is that, is that, is that relevant? That's
0: good. Oh yeah. Okay, that, that's right. great. I, I love that one.
1: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the real question is why is it so relevant? Like why, you know, read the Bible. Why, why do we find this so difficult? What do you, you got any thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's,
0: it requires effort and it requires a
1: routine. Um, mm. often we're so, such busy people, such, um, everything, everyone's got something that they could be doing, but they just decide, yeah, like to actually like sit down and read your Bible and sit with your own thoughts for 10, 20, 30 minutes can be really difficult for some people. I know, I, I know I can be a bit of a scatterbrain. Um, COVID hasn't really helped that. Um, mm. but yeah, like it's said, it's same with prayer as well. Um, like, oh, I'm praying for, now I'm praying for you, Nick um, praying for a friend, for example, like, guy, oh, and then like, Oh, when was the last time I saw that friend? And then, you know, kind of connecting all the dots away from something that I should be productive on. So,
0: yeah, yeah we, we tend to follow a different trail than the, than the one we're meant to be, I guess mm. the one we, we intend to got to stay on those train tracks. It's true. Mm. Um, to yeah. Undisclosed train stations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, um, I mean, it reminds me, I guess the parable of the farmer, yeah, we talked about you know, the thorns to grow up and kind of choke out the plants. Mm. Um, life, life can be thorny, perhaps. I'll be a few ways to describe it. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess like it, it, it's easy for life to kind of choke out your Bible reading if you're not, I guess, careful with your cultivation of it, mm. um, which is a, a farming term. It's got to do with preparations. Cultivation. Cultivation. Mm. Actually, on a side note, what qualifies someone as a farmer? You reckon? Is this a serious question or is this a, well, I mean, I'm growing a few vegetables for myself at the moment. And so I'm just, um, I'm curious, Nick. like how many do I need to do for me to be qualified as a farmer?
1: I mean, do you have to get like a piece of paper saying I'm a farmer? Like, do you got to
0: take for this? Well, I, 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 I don't, don't so. I should not. So yeah, I don't
1: think so. Look, if you're a farmer and you know more about this, please get in touch with us. I'd love to know.
0: Uh, so would I, I would love to know um... if I can qualify as a farmer for growing my own vegetables.
1: I'm going to say probably not on the scale that you do it, but I'm going to say that you have qualities of a farmer.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
1: but without being a farmer.
0: All right. Yep. I will make sure I transfer my cultivation of plants into my cultivation of the Bible in my life.
1: Excellent. Uh, analogy there.
0: Thank you. Um, yeah, I think on a, on a more serious note as well, I think, another thing, another reason why we struggle, um, is we're not, we're not perfect yet. Mm. Um, i mean paul talks about in philippians right the idea that we aren't made perfect yet yeah it's the end goal that we want to strive for um but it will always be a struggle while we are sinful beings Um, like Mm. we are always going to be distracted by by other things going on going on in our lives um and so i think that's that's why it's so real um we don't always like talking about it Mm. that we're struggling with the bible um or to pick it up and read it because we don't want I don't know, maybe the judgment attached to us or anything like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it, it's real for all Christians.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think there's often an untalked about shame about struggling with Bible reading and 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 prayer as well. But um, obviously we're more focusing on Bible reading today. But yeah, I think um, like me personally, the last couple of months, um, kind of going through a bit of a personal difficult personal time. Um, and then that's kind of get gets pushed pushed aside to kind of just get through the week. Um, and then, oh, I get to the end of the week and I kind of haven't really picked up my Bible. Um, I'm still going to church and still doing, you know, Bible study and the Christian stuff. Mm. Um, like I'm still doing that, but in terms of my own personal sit down with God, sit down and kind of just, um, sit with my thoughts and, you know, sit in that, keep saying sit, um, keep being in that zone. It's kind of something that, to be honest, um, I've
0: kind of struggled with the last couple of months. So, yeah, um. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like, I mean, look, I mean, I think that's one. I think that's one of the reasons why Christians are encouraged to, um, like do community together. Mm. While you know, while you're meant to go to church and, and be connected in, in community, I think it's for one of those times when we are really struggling. Yeah. Um, to pick up the Bible on our own, I don't think we should use that as an excuse. Um, yeah. to be like, oh yeah, cool, like yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I, I read the Bible. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to church today. I probably don't need to do my own personal devotions yeah um I we don't want to use collective spaces like you know youth group or bible study or churches as, as those as those spaces that's where I'm getting my bible from mm-hmm. um but uh um, they're good places to get the bible from right? absolutely and, and you know when when we're struggling it's good that we are still getting God's word into our lives yeah um uh, but yeah, we need to be focused on making sure that we are still intentional in, in trying to our own personal thing mm-hmm. um And look, I understand that, I think one of the other big struggles that people have is picking up the Bible can be intimidating. Um, I think that's like a real struggle. I mean, like, have you ever tried to pick up the Bible and, you know, dive into the old school law books like Leviticus or some of the hectic prophecies and like Daniel or Revelation? Like there's some wild stuff in there. And I think even veteran Christians find this challenging to just dive into, you know, without putting some floaties on to maybe build up some confidence. Oh yeah.
1: Like, um, I think because like you said, there's so many different types of books and they're all, they're all different. Like the way a new Testament letter versus Leviticus, for example, as you Mm. said, or numbers or something like that, it's so different. And it's so the way you read that and interpret that is two different things, you know, um, two different ways of reading and observing, um, yeah, it's very different.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, like I hear stories of people who like, they want to investigate Christianity and so sort they of the Bible and it's like, yeah, cool. I'll, I guess I'll just, I'll have a crack at reading this. And they, start Genesis and Genesis is pretty good. It's a, it's a familiar read, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it kind of follow. like, is prose the right word? I don't know. It's probably an English literature a, word. search that here. Let me know if it follows kind of a story that I guess is a, is a way of reading that, People I play most familiar with, um, like, you know, we all grow up kind of reading novels and, you know, you go through school and all that kind of stuff. And so following a, a general storyline is pretty straightforward for people, but then you start hitting the, the numbers and you hit the Leviticus and it, it's a different style of writing. And I mm. think for people who aren't familiar with how to approach something like that, mm. um, you know, maybe if you're a lawyer, you might really froth out on that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think how we approach that is, is difficult. And so the people get intimidated, they're like, I can't understand this, I'm gonna just give up. Hmm. Um so yeah, I think I think that's another reason why people struggle with it. Hmm. Um I don't know, you got any you got any hot tips or suggestions on what you you've had success with or what you've heard other people have success with?
1: Yeah. Uh I think when I've had the most success I've sat down and read it, even if I I've sat down and read it even if I didn't want to because um, then normally after maybe a five minutes or so, I'm like, oh, actually, I'm really glad that I did this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then also having a routine where if you can set aside that time, whether that be first thing in the morning or maybe you come home from work and it's the first thing you do when you come home from work. Um, like I think in the past that's helped me to, to go, okay, well, I'm doing this at, at this time when I get home every day um, or whatever it may be. So yeah, I think that's helpful. Try and do it in the same place, the same time. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think routine. I think is probably one of the best tips I can always suggest to people. Yeah. Um, and that 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 is going to look different to everyone. Um, Yeah. For some people, they are they more prefer the kind of evening, afternoon kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, generally, my preference is kind of in the morning. Um, just breakfast, morning coffee, just get into the word. Um. You know, and there, you know, there are people who be like, Oh, you know, you, you have to start your day with the Bible or that kind of stuff. Well, you don't really have to. Um, yeah, there's like, there's no, the Bible isn't like you must do it at this particular time. Look, everyone has a different routine, what their day looks like. You know, people who work night shift or whatever, or people who work different hours, people who got families, you know, you, you kind of have to make it. I say you have to make it work for you, not because you're trying to put your life in first and then squeeze your Bible reading around that, but you need to make good decisions about um, your Bible reading in terms of how is this going to be effective in in my life? When am I going to actually be, you know, when is the best time that I can make this the most effective for me? Um, I think it's probably the, the best way to approach that, which is why everyone's routine look a little different. Because everyone's life looks a little bit different.
1: Yeah. When I was younger, someone said to me, oh, um, no breakfast before Bible or something like that. Wow. Um, So yeah, I know for you, Nick, that's probably impossible. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably impossible for me too, to be honest. Um, But yeah, like that was their way of that they would read the Bible and then they had breakfast. Um, So I, I don't know if that's a common thing or if it's just something that I heard a few times and I think that everyone... Knows about this, but if you don't, well, there you go.
0: I mean, the problem for me would be I'd be trying to rush through the Bible to get to breakfast because I'd be be starving, and that's not what I that's not the purpose of this. You don't want to be rushing the Bible to get to your day,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe it's best that you eat your breakfast and then you sit down for half an hour or whatever, yeah. Um, but yeah, that can be something that could be useful,
0: yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, setting a routine, um. Like what you also were saying, it sounds like just just kind of push through. Like, you, yeah, it's a struggle. Um, you know, it's that's that's our sinful nature. That's, you know, the, the world trying to choke things out. Sometimes you just have to push through. And I know that's not an easy yeah. thing to... Well, I mean, it's an easy thing to say. Um, look, there are heaps of Bible verses that can encourage you. Um, if you're the kind of person who likes to stick Bible verses up around your house or in your room or whatever. Um, I think for me, Psalms 33... Verse four is a good one. Talking, uh, for the word of the Lord is right and true; uh, He is faithful in all He does. Um, like God's word is right, is true, regardless of the time period that you know you are living in, regardless of the context that was it was written in as well. Um, like God is faithful in all He does. Um, actually, a fun fact uh, I read about faithfulness. Um, on a, can we can we take a tangent? We're going to take a tangent i think this podcast is built for tangents i think um, we're allowed yeah <laughs> I'll, um, I'll let you have it yeah uh, fun fact the the feet fi- the hebrew word for faithfulness it's i think it's the pronunciation is very wrong but it's, a, it's a mf um it's actually spelled with three letters in in the hebrew al- alphabet right okay. um so it's aleph mem and tav which again probably pronounced horrendously wrong um but those three letters are the first the middle and the last letters of the hebrew alf- alphabet oh there you go it's like yeah and so that the meaning of the, the word is like to be faithful trustworthy you know it's consistent um and that like, which I think is cool like the idea of something being consistent has to be the same the beginning the middle and the end and that's actually how the structure of that word is it's mm-hmm. like i was blown away by that it's actually that's so balanced in in a word and the meaning of it um which is pretty cool, um, and the fact that you know God is faithful—that's that's his characteristic. That's who he is, um, and you know we are image bearers of, of God, God. how we're designed in Genesis. Someone talks about that. Um, so I think in the same sense, we are also called to be faithful. Um, so God is faithful, so we also need to be. So there are times when we won't want to be, but you got you just got to push through sometimes. Mm. Um, I don't know. You got any other hot tips? I got a couple of other ideas, but. Um,
1: um i know in the past um i remember years ago my uh, at church we had a, s- a sermon series about like uh things christians should do like bible reading prayer that kind of stuff um and one of my minister's tips was that if you're struggling to read the bible just sit down and start at the start read one chapter a day and go from beginning to end and then in about three years you'll have read the whole bible. <laughs> um that was five years ago and i'm still in the old testament so make it that what you will uh, but I, where am I now? Jeremiah, Isaiah, one of those two right. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it's Jeremiah, which I believe is the biggest book in the Bible. Fun fact. Um, The psalms Yes, I think it's bigger in terms of obviously wordage. not yeah wordage, not by um, Chapter. chapters. Okay. Um, so there, there you go. There you go. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the the goal is to be perfect, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and so the goal is would be seven days a week. Oh yeah. Realistically. You know, we never really hit that, um, which is why, like, you know, you're, you're five years into the three year plan. Um, that's like <laughs> I, that, that's I normal. Could think of uh, uh, a certain sports team that has a five year plan. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but they just won the premiership. So yes, we, I can't we, really. We won't speak badly about that. That's okay. Um, I wish we had a five. There's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I, think, I was re- reading some some stats once, and I was like if Christians would have spent like just four days a week hmm. in their Bible, they talked about the growth in them as a Christian. They talked about the the character of those people. And I know we're talking statistics here, which is not the most exciting thing in the world. Um, but oh, I, well, yeah, I mean, you kind of froth off on that. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, well, wow, like literally like four days a week, there was something, there was something noticeable about Christians who are able to do that. It wasn't seven days a week. It's like, you know, making, it's it's a big thing. Like if you were just hitting four days a week, um, you're doing pretty well. Like I know our church also does like a a five, five, five um, Bible plan as well. It's like for five days a week, um, you spend five minutes in the Bible. um, And then I can't remember the other five is maybe for five weeks, maybe five minutes in prayer as well. I can't remember what it is, um, but it's something small. It's, it's like a little entree. You can get you back on track, okay. um, which I think is good to be able to build a routine. Um, you know, look, it, it, all these things often come back to routine. Can, can, can I say something? Yeah. Oh, so. it's, it's a podcast. So saying things is kind of the, it's, it's, encouraged. It, it's the goal.
1: Um, it's, it's sort of, relevant. it's, it's a quote that I guess is sort of relevant. Um, like about planning and stuff like, um, it's, it's more in the context of boxing, not that I'm a boxer, but uh, the quote is, "Everyone's got a plan until they got, get punched in the face." Like, what I mean by that is, you could be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go read my Bible every month, every day, half an hour," blah, blah, blah. But then one day you go, "Oh, I'm really tired today. I don't really feel like it." And then one day becomes two, becomes two weeks, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yep. Like, so what I mean by that is, plans are great, but until you get metaphorically punched in the face, you know, you got sometimes you got to push through that. I mean, I, I know I need to. Um, take my own advice, but like, yeah, you, you got to sometimes just do it.
0: Yeah, true. And look, to be fair, getting punched in the face isn't an enjoyable thing. No, no.
1: Yeah. It's a boxing analogy. It's not really a, it's a life analogy, but. Ha-
0: have you ever been punched in the face?
1: <laughs> no, but I have punched someone in the face. Yes. I am very familiar. <laughs> the other person on this couch, <laughs> <laughs> which I must clarify for legal reasons was an accident. Now also- no, 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 we might leave the
0: story for a future episode.
1: Also wasn't. Also for non-legal reasons as well. Cause it was an accident.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Look, you know what? Once we get to a certain number of subscribers, then we'll tell that story. Maybe three subscribers. No, okay.
1: three subscribers.
0: We'll have to think about it between now and the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, what else? I've got, i got, got heaps of things I, I could say on this. Um, I've got plenty of ideas and things I've thought about before, different verses. Um, I know for another one, another particular verse I might, yeah, I might just, I might say this one here. Um, Psalm 119 uh, verses nine and 10 is, I think a super encouraging verse to me um, in terms of encourages me to, you know, get back up after being punched in the face and, and, and to, to kind of keep going with it is: um, uh, uh, how can a young person stay on the path of purity uh, by living according to your word. I seek you out with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I think for me, even when I'm struggling with wanting to read the Bible, I still want to be a Christian, right? Mm. It's not like I'm like, oh, it's a a struggle. I want to give up on this. Mm. Um, It's still like, I still want to be making that life choice of wanting to be a Christian. Um, So like, you know, I I guess in essence, I want to keep staying on that path of purity. Um, And I reckon most people who struggle with this probably on the same page. Um, how do I, how do you do that? I mean, Psalms kind of lays out here by living according to the word. I've always found that if I get back into reading something practical that I can like focus on actually doing, uh, I find that a little easier to digest. Um, even if it's like something real short and simple. Um, maybe like an example of this, like, look, there are heaps of great devotional books out there, plenty of like reading plans or like the Bible app, the things like, um, you know, like the fruits of the spirit, or like, you know, and how you can be intentional on thinking about these characteristics or displaying them throughout your day at, at school or at work. Um, you know, there's all things about like the power of words, for example, reflecting on like the type of language you want to use and how that will shape our hearts and our mindsets for the day as well. Um, so I think, yeah, things that are clearly practical, not necessarily easy to live out, you know, I'm not saying that at all, um, but Stuff that's got obvious application to our lives. I find going through a series of devotions on that is easy for me to digest and actually helps me to rebuild that routine um and to get back into the swing of things. Um that or going through like a book or a devotion series, maybe with a commentary um of someone, you know, more intellectual than me or more theological with more theological training or experience. Um not that you know, you need special. You don't. Not that you need to go to college or have like a good understanding of the original Hebrew or Greek to understand the Bible. The Greek, group. um, that yep, the Greek. Group. You don't need. You don't need all that kind of stuff to understand the Bible. Um, normal people can understand the Bible. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. Um, but I think you know, I'm just kind of looking for people with different tools in their belt, I guess, who maybe invested time to break things down, to make it simpler for me to understand when I'm struggling with my own motivation or try to build up my own confidence. I, I find going out there and finding how other people have explained it really helps me. So Sometimes even, you know, like other podcasts or sermon series that other churches do. I know for me, um, there's a church in, in Melbourne. They had a series on judges when I wanted to get in and understand what judges was all about. Um, and that was awesome. It's now my top three favorite books in the bible judges there you um, go. just just based off that and it really helped you know to unpack that for me and build up confidence and get a routine going um which which was awesome that helped me really get back into the swing of things and that was that was a couple of years ago yeah um, cool yeah which was pretty sweet um you got anything else
1: um yeah just also thinking about like different books and different styles and Maybe sometimes that if you're kind of stuck in a stuck in a book that maybe you feel that you're struggling with, like maybe a Leviticus or an Old Testament book. Sometimes I think it's easier to read a New Testament book because it's a bit more practical for because we we can be well. I know I can be quite self centered. Who isn't self centered? Um, but it's like, what does this mean for me? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes looking at an old Te- old Testament book, you're like, oh man, this is this is a bit of a bit of a grind here. But um, like reading a book like Ephesians or like a letter, um, can be something that could maybe reinvigorate your Bible reading. Uh, if you kind of take a little bit of a break and then come back to it later, um, that could be helpful for you or maybe reading like a Christian book. That's, um, uh, yeah, could help supplement your Bible reading. Um, so not necessarily replace it, but that might give you some sort of energy to, um, pick up your Bible again and, and go like, I know I recently I haven't been reading a book about prayer. Um, that that was quite helpful, but also quite dense.
0: Um, yeah, so yeah, we should do it. We we should do an episode this season on books that we found helpful in building stuff up. That'd be I think, cool. I think that'd be great. Oh, yeah. well, we should wait for that. Yeah. Um, look, we are past the twenty-five minute mark, which is kind of where we roughly aim for standard. Um, yeah, we really need to work out a closing for this podcast. Yep. I mean, unless you want to replicate last week's you
1: know,
0: awkward pause. And it was like, oh yeah, like I see ya. Sure. Yep. <laughs> well, see
1: ya. Ah, <laughs> <Bye. laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, wait, before we go, um, just wanted to let you guys know that we have a Facebook page, which you can find on Facebook. Funny that. Um, If you search the proverbial pals, uh, you'll see it. Give it a like, um, tell your friends. I don't know. T- tell your mom, tell your dad, whatever. Um, Tell someone. Um, but yeah, just let them know if you like listening to this and you want to find out more about the proverbial powers, um, go to the proverbial powers on Facebook. Bye. <laughs> Make sure to like, and subscribe. I love this subscribe.